Thank you so much to our sponsors, Yellow Racket Records, a place for music lovers to discover, hear, and buy new and pre-loved records. Great staff, great coffee, comfy chairs. YellowRacketCHA.com and RC2 Realty Solutions Real Estate Investments. Robin Ring's got a brand new thing. Call 531-1722. Hey folks, welcome to the first Rockyology of the year 2021. Yeah, I know. We're already deep into the year, and this is the first Rockyology because last week we had my lovely and talented wife, Rebecca Cruz, styles in, and she did Rock Herology. The very first day of the year, we did the fake Rockyology. Fake rock, fake rock. I call fake rock with uh, Jason and Jen taking over without my permission and co-opting my intellectual property and stealing it. But that's all right. They, they came up with a show, and it sounded really good. So let's go ahead. The first official Rockyology Digging Into Deeper Cuts demos, alternative takes besides the live stuff from classic rock albums and stuff that sounds like it should have been from the classic rock era, the occasional tapping into the richest veins of new music as well. We're going to do it all today. We're going to start off right now with Nuga's own Jeff Styles as your host, with Russell the Love Muscle filling in as producer, with a band called The Fearless Flyers. There was a moment here where we just sort of had a breakdown. I have FF abbreviated twice. We're going to end with FF too, but it's not The Fearless Flyers. But here you go. Let's kick things off. Here comes a new rockology, a new year, a better year, just a grandiose year. It's going to be a year for the record books in a good way guaranteed from the fearless flyers signed sealed and delivered
So we needed to start off kind of on a celebratory note, since this is really the Rockyology New Year with me, Nuga's own Jeff Styles, but with a Y, your host, Rockyology, one of two podcasts we do every single week, Rockyology and Storyville. I'm going to give a big old plug to Storyville right now. The video, first ever video Storyville about Adam Ant living in Pikeville, Tennessee, in search of Adam Ant, the new wave pioneer, the tip of the spear of the MTV generation lived in a little bitty small southern town for two and a half years. Nobody there knew who he was. He enjoyed his anonymity, and we're busting it wide open right now. The big scoop. Adamant lived in Pikeville, and what an interesting time that must have been for everybody since the time I started that project. And now we've actually found Adamant, and we have reunited him with about 14 or 15 big plastic tubs of his own paraphernalia and memorabilia and stuff that he left with a next-door neighbor. Interesting. Check it out, fredpodcast.com, fredpodcast.com, where we have all of these shows archived. So, first big Rockyology of 2021. Let's kind of keep the party going here. This is brand new from the Gorillas, along with Beck. This was a match made in heaven. It's a song called Valley of the Pagans. Welcome to the land of the permanent sun Where the flowers are melted and the future is fun The freeway lizards are my feelings so good On a one-way trip back to West Hollywood Let's go I feel so
give you the Reader's Digest condensed nutshell version of a story. Let me just say this. That was recorded, that song, Galactic, their live version of Tiger Roll. And they've got a turntable, this DJ Logic on the stage with them, and he's scratching the Primus song. Les Claypool had just opened up for them at the first Bonnaroo, and they, he, he was scratching My Name is Mud, the Primus song, the first single ever from them off of Pork Milkshake or whatever that thing was called. He was, my name is Mud, my name is Mud. And let's just say I became several people's stories that night. People still tell stories to this day about this guy that kind of lost it in the middle of the crowd because he was lost and he had decided that the band was actually messing with him. That's pretty much all I need to say. You can pretty much fill in the blanks as to how that night was going for me, but I, I am that person. Somebody say, hey man, what about that dude that thought the band was talking to him and he started screaming? Yeah, that was me, Jeff Styles. New Zone Jeff Styles, spelled with a Y. Thank you very much. Hey, the song before that, Gorillas and Beck, Valley of the Pagans. The one before that, I didn't actually identify, and I need to now because it blends into what we're about to do. That was Umphreys McGee and Sound Tribe Sector 9 doing a combined version of David Bowie's Let's Dance. That's the song I said was kind of celebratory, our Happy New Year song for this first Rockyology of 2021. It is the fifth anniversary right now, as I am recording this in real time, of the release of Black Star. David Bowie celebrated a birthday, he died, and the album was released in about a three-day cycle. And this is the fifth anniversary of his passing and the release of that, his last album, which seemed kind of prophetic and prescient as to his pending passing. And clearly he knew, his family knew, but nobody else did. And there were just several kind of mysterious and spooky things around it. But on the fifth anniversary, several people have released music, including the Bowie Estate. We're going to hear three tunes. Duran Duran doing a classic Bowie song released because of the fifth anniversary of his death, five years from Ziggy Stardust. Then Tears for Fears doing their version of Ashes to Ashes off Scary Monsters. And then David Bowie doing a cover of a John Lennon song, John Lennon's most anguished and heart-wrenching lyric ever the song mother and it's bowie's most soulful ever presentation in my opinion right here on rockyology you got it all coming up pushing through the market square so many mothers sighing news to just come over we had five years left to cry in News guy wept and told us Earth was really dying Cried so much his face was wet Then I knew he wasn't lying I heard telephones
Just 
spine-tingling, chill-inducing mother. Rockyology with Nougat's own Jeff Styles digging into deeper cuts, demos, alternative takes, live stuff, b-sides from classic rock albums, and the occasional tapping into the richest veins of new music as well. Did you know the origin of disco? Do you know who really invented disco? I'm going to go ahead and surprise you. Eric Clapton did. Yep. EC, Eric Clapton, God. Um, he invented disco. He didn't know he was going to. Nobody did. But when he his own career was kind of hitting a rough spot, when he was struggling with addiction, with alcoholism, he decided to change up his surroundings, and he left the U.K. He bypassed New York and L.A., and he went straight to Miami and West Palm Beach. And that is where he did Ocean Boulevard, probably his first true classic solo rock album. And there was a song in there called Willie and the Hand Jive, and I'm going to play it for you. Some of you have heard it before. Some of you probably forgot it. Some of you have never heard it because it was not a single off that album. There were singles. There were big hits. But he loved the vibe, and he reached out to his friends, the Brothers Gibb, the Bee Gees, who had had a brilliant career already with Massachusetts and How Do You Mend a Broken Heart and all these great ballads and beautiful vocals, but they were down. They were has-beens. And he told them the same thing. They were born in the U.K. They were raised in Australia. He goes, you guys need a change of pace. Come to Miami. And they moved into the same house on Ocean Boulevard, and the first thing they did is they all went out and they posed by the palm tree where the Eric Clapton cover was taken, and then they started working on a new sound. And there's a bridge that goes between Miami and West Palm, and they would have to travel every day across that bridge, and when they did it, it was one of those old bridges, you know, what, what do you call them where they separate, they lift up, help me out? Drawbridge, an old drawbridge, and it had metallic grids in it. And so when the tires were going across, it would go, chunk, ka chunk and it seeped into Barry Gibbs consciousness that rhythm that beat and Willie and the hand jive and those lyrics and it became the first disco song and the Bee Gees disco explosion took off highly recommend how do you mend a broken heart the documentary which you can find playing on cable right now thank you for listening to Rockyology.
Archaeology, yes, it's his own scientific area of study and expertise, but I have to throw in a little biology, a little anthropology, a little history every once in a while. The history of disco. It started with Eric Clapton, and it, it included a bridge and the sound of tires going over a bridge, and then it goes to jive talking, and the next thing you know, the Bee Gees have a new hit song, a hit record, and the guy's producing this little movie called Saturday Night Fever. Give him a call and say, hey, we need a soundtrack. And then the world ended as we knew it, as rock fans for years. But the Bee Gees, God, I hated them, just like every other you know disco sucks movement guy. But now I go back and I can, I can actually appreciate the stuff. Uh, that was the original demo for Jive Talking, by the way. If it sounded different, it's because it was. Longer with extended instrumental jams. And I enjoyed that. I hope you did too. Rockyology, the first one of 2021. We're going to end on a little lighter and softer note here. This is a superb duet between the King, Elvis Costello, and Lucinda Williams. And it's their version of the Rolling Stones' Wild Horses. My wife shared this with me, and she was going to use it for rockerology, but it's really an Elvis song with Lucinda joining in, but it's just gorgeous harmonies. And then we're going to end with one of my favorite bands. They've just come out with something fairly new. It's been years, Fleet Foxes, one of the most unique bands in the world. Nobody sounds like them. They're kind of like My Morning Jacket. They have their own niche in rock at this point, even if you can call it rock, Americana roots, whatever. Fleet Foxes, we're going to end with Makonos. Thank you for listening. Continue to listen. Fredpodcast.com. Share Rockyology. Share Storyville. Share everything with each other. Let's make this a better year. So we thought we'd do this in a song that... Um it's a kind of a country song, I guess. And uh, it's one that got me thinking about, about this kind of music back uh, in the late 60s, I guess, or whenever it came out first. Childhood living is Christmas 
Chattanooga's first consumer Segway dealer. Find them at Southern Segway on Facebook and Instagram, Dr. Brett Moldenhauer, Institute for Acupuncture and Wellness, and North Spring Cryotherapy and Rejuvenation Center. Find them at northspring.com. For more, go to fredpodcast.com. For you podcast-only listeners, as always, got a little something special for you, a little something extra for you. Um, I don't think this song actually has any just straight-up vulgarities in it that would uh, fly in the face of the FCC, but it's nasty. Um, my, my wife introduced me to this precious, young, adorable performer named Carsey Blanton in uh, her rockerology last week. She's the one that did that sweet little ditty to John Prine. And I even said in her podcast, really, uh, that it was like if you imagined Raggedy Ann picking up a guitar, that's kind of what she looks like. Well, this song's different, and it shows that she's a nasty little thing. And now I like her even more. Um, clearly, if you can't see the video that she made for this song... It won't completely come through, but enough will. Like I said, Carsey, she's got a darker side to her, and I like it. Thank you for listening to Rockyology. This is called Jacket.
like your shirt, I like your jacket I like to think about you when I whack it It doesn't hurt, there's nothing to it Call me when you had enough of thinking, honey, let's do it Thinking I need to live.